Awesome. So my beautiful, beautiful fit queens. Today, I want to talk about my 2020 weight loss lessons. Okay. So what I learned in 2020 and my goal from this is to take, you know, everything that I learned over the past year, um, through trial and error, all my failures, all my mistakes. Um, I want to take them and I want to share them with you. So you don't have to make the same as me. Um, and I can kind of push you towards your goal faster uh, and not take as long as it took me. Okay. So, um, I have about four really big lessons that stood out to me when I was starting to, you know, compile what I wanted to talk about on this call. But before I go into it, I want to hear what you ladies thought about 2020. So give me like one sentence that was your biggest lesson from 2020. What did you kind of take away? Um, and this is a really cool question because everybody interpreted it so different, right? Some people had a great year. Some people had a horrible year. Some, you know, some people's lives completely changed. Like, so where were we? Life changing. Now you can believe you can lose weight. It was less stressful, really good. That's nice. Okay, so we're all over the place. You can do anything you put your mind to. Ooh, it's all about me. I like that one. Okay, so that's kind of, you know, your biggest takeaway. So now I want to share with you my biggest takeaway so that I can kind of propel you guys towards your goals faster, okay? Because no one wants to make as many mistakes as I've made. I've made so many and I want you guys to avoid them, okay? So the first lesson that I learned, okay? The first lesson that I learned and I want to share with you over the past year um, was that things never happen as fast as you expect them. Who knows that one? Almost everybody, okay? And so I want you to think about, you know, whatever your big goal is, okay, whatever your big goal is, um, I want you to think of that timeline you have in your mind, that big end goal. And then I want you to times it by three. Time your times your timeline by three. That's usually how long it will take. Usually things take three to four times longer than you think. At least that is what I have experienced this year. Um, and the reason for that is because, you know, the goal isn't actually the prize, right? So the goal is easy. The goal is there. It's, it's easy to get that goal. It's hard to maintain that goal. And so in order to maintain that goal, you have to become somebody who's capable of holding on to that goal. Because you don't have it right now, you are not capable. You are not that person. And so can you rush transforming into this person? Do you think you can rush, rush a transformation like that? Definitely not. And that's what I found. Um, I still find myself trying to cut corners and find shortcuts because I want to get to that goal so badly and so quickly. And I wished I had it yesterday. Right. Um, but I forget that the process is the prize and I have to put in the time to become the type of person that's actually capable of reaching that goal and maintaining that goal. So Things never happen as fast as you think they will. You three or four exit. That has um, been a huge lesson for me this, for me this year. Um, for Fit Queen, uh, it really started to take off in about April for Ryan and I. And um, since April, we've been trying to work on this thing in the background, this back end thing for Fit Queen, trying to just make things easier and faster and all that stuff. And um, we've been experimenting and we thought we would, it would take us about one to two months to finally figure this thing out. And guess when we figured it out? Take a guess in the comments. Guess when we finally figured out this back end thing for Fit Queen we were working on for so long. Take a guess. <laughs> Cindy, now. Yes. Yes, literally a week ago. Literally a week ago, we finally saw some promise with this one thing. And I was expecting to get it in May. 
May 2020. It is now January 2021. If I thought I was going to get in May and I said, screw it in May, I would have never made it here and finally found it. Right? That's the difference. I could have gotten frustrated and fed up and said, threw in the towel because I didn't meet my expectations. I thought it was never going to happen, but it finally did happen. And it didn't even happen 100% yet. We're still experimenting. So I'm still holding on. But the point is, okay, if you have a big goal, which all of you do, okay, there's no point in going small anymore, dive head first, get in the water. So it's a big goal. You need to transform into somebody who's capable of achieving that. If you haven't achieved it, or if you continue to rush trying to get there, the universe will taunt you and will punish you for trying to rush it because you are not ready to be that person. You are not strong enough to bear that goal yet. Okay. That is like one of the biggest lessons I learned all year because, um, because we went full force on fit queen. We're like, we want to grow like this. We want to have this, this many clients. We want to lose this much weight in total. And, um, you know, we were trying to rush it. And because of it, because we tried to rush it, it took longer than it would have occurred naturally. This process is natural. There's a natural time frame, And when we try to go against nature, nature always punishes you always. Right. So that was my biggest one. Um, my second lesson, this is really interesting and you've probably never heard of this before. This is something I've learned fairly recently. And I learned this from one of my biggest mentors, Alex Ramosi. You guys have probably never heard from him. Uh, maybe one day he'll watch this video. And um, so basically he taught me about the difference between jealousy and envy, okay? And you know, this year was full of so many emotions. I found myself comparing myself to different people in different situations a lot. And I always felt really guilty when I'd compare myself to somebody else, right? I feel guilty. I was like, why would I do that? I shouldn't be doing that. That's such a bad habit. That's a negative habit. They've done nothing wrong. You know, you guys, I'm sure you guys all experience these same emotions, right? Always comparing myself. And um, I realized once Alex Hermosi told me this, the difference between jealousy and envy really helped me to become not so guilty and not so judgmental of myself for doing something like this, that it comes naturally and automatically. Um, and it doesn't mean you want it, but you don't have to hate that it happens. And so the difference between jealousy and envy is this, okay? Jealousy is when you're afraid of losing something, right? When your boyfriend's talking to another girl, you get jealous of that girl because he's taking, she's taking away his attention from you, right? So you're losing something, that's jealousy. And now envy is wanting something someone else has. So jealousy is being afraid of losing something. Envy is wanting something somebody else has. Okay, you guys understand the difference? Very simple. And when I, the first thing I thought when I realized that difference was this. I haven't been jealous in a really long time. I'm really not a jealous person. I'm not jealous of anybody or anything because I'm not afraid to lose any, anything. I don't see someone else's success taking away from my success right? The world is so abundant. You, you have every opportunity to get anything you want that anybody else has, and no one can take you away from that. Somebody else's being success doesn't take away from your success, okay? And so what I realized was, number one, me comparing myself is not being jealous. It's me being envious, right? So me wanting something that somebody else has, right? I want bigger muscles like her. I want to be more successful like her, all these things we say to ourselves, right? You say, you know, I want her ass or I want her small waist or whatever we say. I want to be able to do a pull-up like her, right? We do all these, we compare all these things and it's because we want something someone else has, okay? And first of all, that is okay. 
right? We have goals. So of course we're going to want things that other people have because other people have reached that goal before. And so we want it. And so it's okay to want that. So that realization alone made me feel a whole lot less guilty and a whole lot less busy in my mind trying to unpack why I was comparing myself to people in the first place, right? Because who compares themselves? Every now and then you'll find it, you know, when you have a fan, when there's a family party or you're scrolling on Instagram, some thoughts pop into your mind and it's okay. Those thoughts are okay. So you don't have to feel guilty or bad or negative or down on yourself or beat yourself up for doing it. Okay. The second thing I realized is that, um, you know, if you're envious of something, right, you recognize that feeling and you say, okay, what is it that I want? Right. And then you recognize what you want. And then you say, okay, do I truly want that? Am I working towards it? Then that feeling doesn't need to be there and will go away slowly. Right. Or is that something I really want? Yes. Am I working on it? No. Okay. Well now I need to know, now I know what to do to get rid of that feeling of comparison. Okay. So it's very simple to logically unpack that feeling when you start to compare yourself. The other thing that this envy really um, helped me out with was realizing that, you know, I want something because I don't have it. And that's very humbling. That's very humbling because sometimes we're on a high horse. Sometimes we're, we're coasting, we're having great results. We think we're on top of the world. Um, we think we're the shit as it were. And then when you, those feelings of envy pop up, it's humbling because you're like, oh, hold on. There's still things I haven't accomplished that somebody else has. And so you don't know everything. You need to be, remember you're a student and you need to remember to keep listening instead of just preaching all the time. And so um, that, that distinction between the two, right? Jealousy doesn't have a place. Envy can be used as fuel, right? So knowing that allowed me to be less hard on myself in those moments of weakness. And then number two, it allowed me to be more humble. And so instead of envy, turning both of those undesired emotions, envy eventually turns into admiration. And doesn't that sound better than being envious of someone all the time? So then instead of, you know, being, wanting what that person has, you can be impressed. You can be um, inspired instead of, I want that. No, be like, they got it, now I'm going to work on me getting it. And that's a big thing because I feel like um, when you're in such a, a community like this, right, you see everybody else being successful sometimes and you're stuck, right? And then you say, why can't I be like that person? Why can't I see those results like that person? And then we can compare, right? But when you realize, you know, you don't have to feel bad for comparing um, and you just turn it into admiration and do your very best instead of just sitting with a negative emotion, which has no solution to it that really makes a huge difference. So that was my, uh, my second big lesson in 2020, just realizing that comparison is okay, turn it into admiration. And now the third lesson, you guys probably won't wanna hear this, but are you ready? The third lesson I learned <laughs> was that um, the more successful you get, the more failures you run into. And you think it would be the opposite right? You think the more successful you'd be, the less failures you'd have. You think that makes sense, right? But it isn't, it isn't that. The more successful you become, the more failures you're put in, you're put into, right? And this is why. Because now that you're more successful, um, your failures become more frequent. There is less time between your current failure and your next failure. Failure. There's less time, okay? Because you're able to process, cope, implement, and learn way faster the more successful you get. 
You're able to process a failure faster and move on to the next one faster. And so you're dealing with failure after failure after failure much faster at a much higher rate because you've experienced so many failures in the past. And now um, these failures are just closer together because you're processing them faster. Does that make sense? And that's a really interesting one because I always had this idea of, you know, when I hit a certain income or I hit a certain number of clients or I hit a certain number of weight loss, um, that I would be happy and I'd be content and life would get easier. Does anybody feel like that? Life's going to be easier when you get somewhere sometimes. You have that in the back of your mind. Well, guess what? It just comes with more failures. You just get faster at literally blowing through them. Um, and in fact, 2020 was a year where I had not only the most failures in my life, but the biggest failures in my life. And 2020 was also the best year of my life. Best year, hands down. And I feel really blessed to be able to say that because a lot of people can't say that, but it really was. And it was also coincidentally the most failures I've had, right? Go figure. 2020 was the year that I had to close down my gym. Ryan and I had to close down our physical location because of COVID. We just couldn't keep up with it. We knew that the fitness industry was forever changed. Um, we were lucky enough that our landlord let us out of our lease, even though we had like two, three years left on it. And um, he tried to keep us in it, right? He, he, he tried to convince us to stay in it because he was like, oh, everything will go back to normal in September. And we're like, nope, we know it's, 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 we got, things are changing forever. Um, so we made that decision, but that was our baby. That was our baby. We failed. We had to close down a business. That's not, it wasn't an easy decision, but it was the right decision. But I remember our last day in the gym. I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, I pulled out a video and I started recording myself because I just wanted to remember the last day. And I started, um, I, I burst into tears because I was like, you know, the best decision isn't always the easiest decision to make. Um, but I remember that and I still have that video. It's on Ryan's phone and I haven't watched it since, but I would love to go back and see how much I've changed and grown. Um, but it was a very hard decision and it was the biggest failure I've ever had in my life because I invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into the gym, um, and had so many close relationships with all the clients and it was just gone, but that had to go in order for this to grow, in order for this to flourish, in order for us to build Fit Queen and now impact people internationally instead of just locally. And so as hard as it was, it was super rewarding and it paid off. But if I kept thinking, you know, if I let bigger failures, um, if I tricked myself into thinking bigger failures were a sign, were a sign to stop or a sign to slow down, then where would I be? Then where would you be, right? Because how many times have you said to yourself, Oh, it's a sign. Oh, it's a sign. Right? Okay, sure, maybe, but maybe not. Right? I think we subconsciously can convince ourselves that it's a sign if we want it to be a sign, or that it's just a coincidence if we don't want it to be a sign. Right? And so, if you feel like you've been failing more frequently, or if you feel like you've been challenging yourself, more than more than regular like you've been experiencing more challenges more mental turmoil whatever it may be more discomfort than usual then that means you are in the right place 
that means you are almost on to a breakthrough. You have to break down to get to a breakthrough. That's how it works. If you're noticing you are breathing through your failures faster, if you can almost start to brush them off of you, then that's a sign that you are slowly becoming worthy of being that person capable of achieving that goal, right? But we can't just get it. Um, and you can't, and you definitely won't get that goal without some failures, a lot of failures along the way. So my hopes in teaching you this lesson that it, I learned the hard way of, of resisting failure, of analyzing every failure, being like, what does it mean? What should I do? It doesn't mean anything. It just happened. Your goal is still the same. So just step over it and keep going. That's a big lesson. When you fail, ladies, it doesn't mean anything. Stop putting a meaning to it to try to justify why it had happened. It just happened. You aren't who you need to be yet. Step over it and just keep looking at your goal. That is it. And that was really hard for me to learn um, because even in school, even in fitness and health school, you know, it's so goal oriented. They teach you how to get your client to a goal, right? But then they don't put any emphasis on the process. And so when something happens that doesn't align with your goal, well, then it equals, oh, it's bad. But there's no such thing as a good or a bad thing along this journey. The journey is the journey. You can't take out the bad from the journey. That is the journey. So something bad doesn't equal no to your goal. It actually is getting you closer to your goal, but you have to choose how you see that. Everything bad that happens, ladies, is getting you closer to your goal. Every emotional breakdown, every cheat or overeating or binge or, or not even eating or, or, or being sick or getting injured, everything was part of your journey for a reason and it's there to teach you something. And it's not there to be overanalyzed. Accept it for what it is. It's just your journey. It's not getting in the way of your journey. It's not slowing down your journey. It is your journey. That is it. Okay. And then the very last thing that I learned, um, or relearned, I should say, right? Because we need to be reminded more than we need to be taught. Um, but 2020 made me really realize I'm not the shit. I'm not as cool as I think I am. Before, uh, before COVID hit, um, we were working at the gym, uh, minimum, usually 12 hour days, usually. So up super early, getting to bed late at night, working with clients, answering emails, putting out fires like a real boss bitch, I thought I was, right? Um, and then when COVID hit, lockdown hit, we stayed home. I had nothing to do. I didn't have to wake up early. I didn't have to answer to anybody. I didn't have to help anybody um, reach any goal or tweak anything. I didn't have to pay any bills. Like I didn't have to do anything. I had no obligations because everything was shut down. And when I had no obligations, guess what I did? Nothing. I did nothing. And it was really hard for me to see myself do that because I didn't think I was that type of person. I thought I was an entrepreneur who um, loved the grind, loved the hustle, loved waking up early and going to bed late and loved being busy every second of the day. Um, and I thought that that is you know, who I was. I aligned who I was with that identity. And so when I wasn't acting out that identity, it was very, um, very disturbing because I was, I was kind of like having an identity crisis. I'm like, who am I? I thought I was this person, but why can't I act like her anymore? And so what it proved to me was that I wasn't actually that person. I was just good at pretending to be that person in that specific environment. 
And when that environment went away, the real me was left. And the real me was unmotivated and lazy. And so really quickly, I realized that, you know, and this goes for anybody, for everybody, like we've helped over 2020, we've helped, I want to say about 35,000 ladies, about 35 to 40,000 women that year, 2020. And um, so many women came to us saying, you know, COVID, like basically COVID made me fat, right? COVID made me fat. Was it COVID that made you fat? Or was it just the change in change of environment that brought out your normal habits that brought out your real habits that you couldn't stay busy and avoid that you couldn't be distracted from anymore. Cause I realized that I was really busy before. And when I had nothing to do, I wouldn't choose the right thing. When I wasn't distracted anymore, the real me came through and COVID revealed the real me to me. And I think the most self growth and inner internal work was done in 2020 because I, I finally got exposed to the real me. I finally met the real me instead of the person I always wanted to be. Instead of the, the person I tried to emulate because I saw, because my, my inspirations and my, and my mentors were the, like this type of person. So I tried to be like that type of person, but I wasn't actually that type of person. I was just wearing a costume, right? So how many of you kind of before COVID, you were wearing a costume, you were wearing a mask. A lot of you, right? You liked the busy days. You liked being distracted. You liked going places and doing things. And when you had none of that left, who were you? When the external things were stripped away internally, who were you left with? Probably someone unmotivated, unfit, lazy, didn't have a routine. Like how many people, the routine went out the window? Like they, we woke, wake up times change, eating times change all over the place, right? And so, you know, COVID revealed you to you. And is that not, like, there's no other time I could think of that could do that at such a grand scale to the entire world. Like this was a blessing. We had to slow down, right? We had to slow down. You didn't have a choice right? You'd always, maybe you'd always say, I'll take a vacation when, or I'll take, I'll slow down when. Now you had to slow down and you probably didn't like it at first because you were really uncomfortable because it was revealing a lot about you that you didn't like. And you thought maybe if I just went back to my old life, I could lose that weight again. Or maybe if I tried this thing again, I could lose the weight again. But that you wasn't the real you. So you can't go back to a fake you. It was hard enough to pretend to be that person day in, day out. You can't go back to pretending to be the same person because now you're a new person. And now you've been exposed to the real you, which you've been working on. And now you know a little bit deeper your personal flaws and what you need to work on. And so 2020 was such a gift to be able to focus on you the real you because life is so busy we forget to focus on the real you we just live from hour to hour until we get home and can watch tv we we we, we live until the weekend or we get to go out for drinks with the girls like we shouldn't be living for things we shouldn't be waiting for things we have to live in the moment and COVID really taught me that because you know what else we were doing a lot of? 
We were waiting, waiting for the lockdowns to be over, right? How many people thought it would be over at the end of May and then June, and then maybe they'll open up things for summer. Oh, September was good. Awesome. We're clear. Then we locked down again and again. And you know, so many people will say, oh, well, I'm not going to join. I'm going to wait and see if gym opens. How many people said that one too? I'm going to wait and see if this opens back up. Wait and see if this opens back up. And if you stopped waiting and just started, where would you be now? Right? That's another thing. We kept waiting for it, waiting for it, because you were living in the future, just like you're living in your goal. Bring it back to the present. Who are you now? What are you working on? And enjoy right now. Enjoy right now, because you will never be here in this moment ever again. Ever again. You are as young and as old as you will ever be in this moment right now. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so you have to slow down to really eliminate all the distractions that have been keeping you busy your entire life. That's why we bored eat. That's why we bored eat or we procrastinate or we emotional eat. It's because we don't want to sit alone with ourselves with nothing to do because we don't know how to entertain ourselves. We don't know how to be alone with ourselves. We don't enjoy our own company. We have to keep ourselves busy. We can't, now we watch the TV and play out with our phone at the same time. One thing isn't even enough anymore. That's crazy. One thing is too boring. I do that too. Who does that? Come on. You're playing a game on your phone while you got your Netflix TV show on in the background, right? It's crazy. We just can't be alone. But you have to be alone to realize what your flaws really are. And your first and biggest flaw is that you can't be alone. So be alone with yourself more often. Get used to it. Be okay doing nothing so that you can be inspired to do something worthwhile instead of something just to fill the time. Because for the most part, up until COVID hit, you were just filling time. Filling time for the vacation, filling time for retirement, like we really, we were just filling time for something. But that is not a way to live. And when you do that, life goes by really quickly. And you don't have a lot of good memories, which is not a good way to live. And so those are my four big lessons, ladies. So number one, things never happen as fast as you think they will, all right? Three or four X, how long you think they're gonna take, and then there's your answer. Um, number two, you know, jealousy versus envy. You want to stay away from being jealous. Nobody can take anything away from you. And then recognize those feelings of envy and turn them into admiration, okay? Um, more success does not equal less failure, okay? If you are failing more frequently, you are on the right path, okay? Because now you can get through them and move on faster. And then, you know, you're not the shit. I'm not the shit. We got a lot of learning to do. We're not as cool as we think we are. Um, we are not as elevated as we think we are, even though we've grown quite a bit over 2020, you're still not up here. We think we're up here and everybody else is down here without the wisdom, without the knowledge, right? But you're still, there's still someone above you with more wisdom, okay? So ladies, really quickly, let me hear your takeaways in the comments. What lesson um, did you learn from that? What was the one that you know, stuck with you out of my four? What do you guys think is going on 
um, in your 2021? What's planned for 2021? Taking these lessons and applying them forward. What do we think? So envy is admiration. Absolutely. And then that's how you can get rid of that bad emotion instead of trying to guilt yourself out of stopping feeling it because that never ends well. Definitely realize that things don't happen overnight. Yeah, they don't. And we, I mean, we know that, right? If I asked you, you know, are you looking for a quick fix? You'd say no. But subconsciously, you're probably screaming, yes, <laughs> right? Subconsciously, you're still hoping it would happen yesterday, even though consciously and logically, you know that's not going to happen. It's time to start aligning your conscious and subconscious. That's the next level that you ladies are at. Uh, wait, best decision isn't always the easiest. Yes, very, very true. Um, I like the envy shifting to admiration. Yep, more success equals more failures. Yes, are you guys prepared for more failures? Can you take that on? Seriously, are you strong enough to bear the burden of failure after failure? Are you strong enough? Because you don't have to be, but I can tell you it's really worth it. And that's really the only path in life I would like to take. That's my path. Taking shortcuts doesn't work. Exactly. Enjoy the journey. Things don't happen fast. Amen to that. All right, ladies. Thank you for joining me. I love you very much. As always, thank you for taking this time. Um, thank you for being so open to all these new ideas. Thank you for letting me tell it like it is and just sitting with it and analyzing it. Um, it's so easy to, to say, you know, shut up, Madison, you're so rude sometimes. <laughs> it would be so easy to say that. But like, just like the, the right thing to do isn't always the easiest thing to do, the right thing to hear isn't always the easiest thing to hear too. Um, so I hope you take everything today um, and just sit on it, okay? And kind of pick, you know, one thing um, that you want to implement from it, okay? So I love you. Thank you so much. And I will see you inside the Facebook group. Bye.